The German physicist Albert Einstein said that everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will spend its entire life believing that it is stupid. Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Genius Theory. This is a podcast where I talk about lots of different things, such as mental health, spirituality, conspiracies, and just life in general. The name Genius Theory comes from the fact that a theory is just a group of ideas that are intended to explain something. So every episode that you listen to is going to revolve around a set of ideas that will come together to form a unique Genius Theory. This is just a reminder that these are just my ideas and you don't have to agree with them, but it's always good to keep an open mind. So thank you for listening to my podcast, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, hello. Oh my god, it's probably been like a month since I've, since I've recorded an episode. I've been slacking, and I'm sorry, but there's just been so much going on in terms of, in terms of life. Let's just put it that way. I am in a great mood today. Today is March 23rd. I'm sitting outside right now, tanning on my deck. You can probably hear like birds and stuff in the background because my mic is so sensitive, so I'm sorry if you're disturbed or distracted by those sounds. But it's actually such a beautiful day. It's like 65 degrees right now, and I'm just happy. I'm just thriving, and I hope you're thriving as well. Okay, you're going to hear like lots of background noise. I hope that's not annoying. But anyway... Yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're excited for this episode because I've been wanting to record this episode for probably three weeks now, two or three weeks. I've had this idea. I actually got this idea while I was torturing myself with homework and I was like, wow, this would be this would be a great topic to talk about because I know a lot of people can probably um, relate to this. So yeah, with that being said, let's just jump into why school is abusing you and what you can do about it to help yourself. So most of you, if not all of you listening to this, are probably in school, in high school or in college or whatever you're doing. And even if you're not in school, you have obviously went to school for some part of your life, the majority of your life, I'm assuming. The thing about school that I think makes it so problematic is that it's such a structured system and I think anything, any type of system that has a structure that makes people follow these certain rules and makes people fit and squeeze into these certain parameters, I think anything similar to that is just bad because we as people are obviously so different and so unique in so many ways. And when you force people to just fit into this one type of category or just fit into this one type of mold, it's just not going to work for everyone. So school is obviously, school fits into that category of a system, a structured system. And it's just, school just kind of, school's just like a mandatory, a mandatory, like, I'm using quotation marks with my fingers, but it's like a mandatory thing that you have to that you're thrown into at a very young age you start learning colors and shapes and alphabet and stuff like that and it just gets increasingly and increasingly more challenging and in-depth and complex and complicated and at the same time that 
you're learning more information and growing your brain, if you want to say that, you're also being put under more stress as you grow up. Because I remember being a little kid and being in like first grade or third grade or whatever, like a, a very young age and having to do these coloring things for like my spelling homework or having to do just like really easy, pointless, busy work. It wasn't even, it wasn't even educating. It was just like busy work. I remember being young and doing this work and just thinking, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, my homework. Oh, I have to do my homework in time. And as a kid, I could not sit still. My mom has videos of me at the kitchen table doing homework for like three minutes and then getting up and walking around the house and doing anything but my homework. And she would call my friend's moms just to like talk because they were friends. And they'd be like, yeah, like Jenny already finished her homework. And my mom's like, okay, Olivia didn't even start her homework. And so even from growing up at a very young age, I struggled to do homework and I struggled to just do things in an, in an orderly fashion, if you want to say that. But the point there is that me and Jenny, Jenny's not even a real person. I don't even know her name was like Kayla or something. Me and Jenny were obviously and still are different people and we have different brains and they function very differently. And that goes for any two people in the world. You're never going to find two people who function the exact same way. You're never going to find two people who think the exact same way. You're never going to find two people who like the same exact things. So when you take so many different people and try to tell them to do this one type of thing, and when you train them to believe that anything, doing anything besides this one thing is wrong, that is a huge problem, and that's what a lot of systems do. So yeah, the school system basically just makes you think one type of way, and if you go against the grain, if you want to think of it like that, if you go against the grain, then you're just seen as wrong or a weirdo or you're seen as stupid or you're seen as disabled or you're seen as anything but normal. Okay, sorry, the wind is like really... I think there's a plane. <laughs> okay, that was annoying. But anyway, I was just saying that if you're a person who doesn't fit into this mold or doesn't fit into this whatever, this, this standard then you're gonna probably be seen as someone who is like an outcast almost, or at least that's how you're gonna, that's how it's gonna make you feel. And I forget if I said this or not, but school kind of just teaches you what to think, and it doesn't really teach you how to think. When you go to school, you're just given all this information and you're, you're told that this is right, this is the only thing to believe, especially at least in my school. I went to Catholic school my entire life, and it was always just, this is it. This is what you have to believe in. This is what you have to do in order to whatever. This is how you have to be. This is just very extremely structured and very extremely like down to the wire. If you aren't this type of way, you will not. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to like put it. There were, there were many things that we were taught that to live one type of way, to think one type of way, to act one type of way, and that if we did anything that wasn't these things that they wanted us to do, then it was just very, it was just seen as bad. I'll just put it that way. And I want to make another episode about this. Uh, like, religion is another system. 
So I wanted to just do another episode based off of, like, with the basis of how different religions and how different beliefs and how if we're raised in one type of way, just how it can affect us mentally and just a lot of things like that. Because I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of different areas to explore in terms of that. But anyway, back to the school topic. I was just saying how they kind of just teach you what to think and not how to think. So they push all this information in your face and they say, this is it. This is the only thing you have to go to school to be successful. You have to, you have to be smart and educated to get a good job. And if you don't, if you don't get a good job, you're not going to be successful. You have to get good grades if you want to get into a good college. It's, it's extremely overwhelming and it's extremely stressful, especially especially today when we have all of these other pressures and when we have all of these distractions and i feel like parents today are always like oh you know we had it hard too when we were kids this isn't anything new we had to go to school and we struggled but the issue there is that the world today is so much different than the world that our parents grew up in and i saw this thing where it was saying that our technology from let's just say 50 years ago the technology that existed 50 years ago compared to the technology that we have now has just grown exponentially if you think about it like 50 years ago my parents were like just being born or like very young or i don't really know i'm just gonna assume that but 50 years ago just think of the technology and just think of the like just think of the tvs or think of the phones that you would see in old movies or in old shows these like big blocks like the size of my water bottle these that you had to like pull an antenna out of just to have a conversation and push these fat buttons on the phone that was seen as a cell phone that you would like carry around with you and all it did was call people and you needed an antenna like what is that if, if you compare that to a phone we have now, our phones now are so incredible, like it's just so incredibly complex and they have so many functions like you can call people, text people, FaceTime people. If you need a calculator, there's a calculator in your phone. It, your phone is a camera. You can anything you want to do, you can probably do on your phone and it's a computer like you can have any piece of information that you want at your fingertips. It's so it's so it's almost disturbing how much we have progressed in terms of technology but this thing that i was talking about is that it was saying how much our technology has progressed but our human brain has progressed almost not at all so think of it like this like we as people our brains are programmed to be hunters and gatherers if you think back to the cavemen or like if you think back to just ancient civilizations where the men would like go out of their caves and hunt things and beat up animals and the woman would just stay in the cave and tend to the children and cook. Our bodies and our brains were almost made to do that. I, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if this is like controversial, but just the way that we're structured and just the way that we're built, that, that's just what I'm trying to get at. Our bodies and our brains were made for that type of things and just based on our, if we're a man or a woman, our bodies will be tailored to the sex that we're given. And obviously this is very, very different compared to today. I know that and I'm not going to get into that because it's very complicated. But I'm aware that 
is very different compared to today. But what I'm just saying is that back then our brains were extremely, extremely, extremely simple. So when when you progress a couple hundred million years or even billions of years, I really have no idea. I could this all this could all be wrong information. But when you progress to just having technology all of a sudden, 50 years ago, the world was very different. But today, the world is extremely different. And I also saw this one thing where it was saying that the, I don't know. If, I don't know how true this is because I think I saw it when I was in eighth grade or something. But it was saying how today's high school students, it was either high school or college, today's students have the same stress and anxiety levels as patients in mental asylums sometime in the 1900s. Okay, like, I don't really know if that's true, but honestly, if you're thinking about it, if you think about the amount of stress that you're under during the school year, it, it makes you feel like you're an insane person. So I don't think that stat is too far from the truth but it also could be completely wrong so don't take it as just just do what you will with that information so yeah let's go back to growing up and what we're taught from a very young age i remember probably the first time i felt real stress about my future was in middle school when i would see people going off to different high schools and or when we would have different high schools visit us and give us little presentations about why we should go to their school that was probably the first time that i felt pressure about my future because in my mind i was thinking okay i need to get good grades right now so that i can get into a good high school and once i get into a good high school i need to get even better grades so that i can get into a good college and once i get into a good college i need to get good grades so that i can get a good job and so it was just this little kind of trail or these little building blocks that would just build on top of one of another. When I was in eighth grade, I was just a little, I was like 14. I don't really know, I think, yeah. Just imagine little 14 year olds thinking about this, thinking about their entire career based off of how they do in school. Thinking about little young teenagers basing their self-worth and basing their success in life off of numbers in a grade book. That is so messed up. That's so messed up. So I think we were kind of just, even if it wasn't directly said to us, I think we were kind of forced to believe that we had to go to school and we had to go to college and we had to graduate with a four-year degree in order to be successful and that there was no other way. So when you're taught this, it's obviously going to have a huge impact on your mental health, which Again, this is like a running theme throughout my podcast, how important your mental health is and how important it is to take care of it and take care of yourself and just to be aware just to be aware of the things that are affecting your mental health. So this is where I'm kind of going to segue into just the mental health aspect of school. And this has a lot of different components to it. So stay with me as I as I go around the little circle here. So when I was younger, like I want you to think about when you were younger and in school and you would probably come home and be like, oh, I don't want to do my homework. And you would want to go play outside with the neighbors or you would want to play with your dog or you would just want to do anything else but your homework. At least that was me. I don't I shouldn't speak for other people, but that was just my thought. I did not want to do my homework because you're a kid and you're young and you should have fun. You shouldn't be stressing over how much homework is in your backpack. 
I remember being in eighth grade and stressing about homework. When I got to high school and had to do homework and had all these hard classes, I was just, I was stressed every single day until it was the weekend. And I would just always be waiting for the weekend to come so that I would be like, oh good, I don't have homework. But the problem there is that I even had homework over the weekend. And I'm just thinking like, when was the time that no homework on the weekend stopped being a thing because I constantly had homework. I constantly had something to be studying for. I was constantly under the stress of school and school would just dictate my entire life and dictate whether I, whether or not I can go out and just dictate, literally dictate everything I was doing. And it's really sad thinking about that because I hadn't thought about that. And now that I'm thinking about it, guys, it is really sad. And I hope you realize how sad it is. But anyway, let's just not be sad. Let's just continue with this. Um, yeah, no, no, we're not being sad. We're not being sad. Only good, only good energy here. But okay, this is, this is, okay, good energy because we are finding out a lot of things today. We are finding out a lot of things here. So this is a huge thing that I wanted to bring up. I was just telling you how I was constantly under the stress of school and my life was just being dictated by school. And anytime... Anytime we would get a break, Christmas break or Easter break, or I, I guess it was called spring break in public schools. I don't really know. And winter break, I don't really know. Okay, whatever. Whenever we would get breaks in school, it was actually the best thing ever, especially when we were younger because I actually did not have any work that I needed to be responsible for. But now in college, spring break is coming up next month and I'm just, I just know I'm going to ha have things to do. Either it's whether it be catching up on lectures, because I know a lot of us are not watching our lectures, especially the asynchronous classes. That's actually a joke. I was literally four weeks behind for one class and I didn't watch those lectures. So that's really sad. But anyway, I just know during this spring break, I'm going to have work to be worrying about. And it's actually very upsetting. But the good thing, like, actually, I guess it's not even good. I don't really know what I, what I would call it. But the thing is that once April and May are over and like once it's finally summer, summer is the only time that students don't feel stressed from school. Just let that just think about that. Like, we all know that we all know that we all feel so much better in the summer. We're tan. We're outside all the time. We can go to the beach. We can hang out with all of our friends. We all know summer's a great time. But the thing you have to think about is, is the rest of the year so miserable because of school? And I think the answer is yes, it is. The rest of the, the, rest of the year is pretty miserable because of school and because of how controlling it is and how overwhelming it is. And the other thing that factors into this would be seasonal depression so I don't really know how common seasonal depression it is I'm I'm guessing it's very common because I know that I have struggled with it and I've heard my friends say things like oh I think seasonal depression is real because the Sun came out today and I'm so happy or I'll see TikToks about oh my god there's just a bee in my face I saw TikToks about people or I just saw people making TikToks and it was them in their car or them outside dancing and they were saying when it's above 60 degrees and it feels like you just took a party drug 
which is actually very relatable because as soon as it hits 60, I will get in my car and lower all the windows and blast my music and drive around town. The thing about seasonal depression is that it is a very, very real thing. And I was talking to my therapist about this and I was just trying to explain. I was like, I don't know why every single year around November, even late October, I feel like absolute garbage. All my serotonin from my brain is just sucked away and I have none of it. And I was like, every year around in the springtime, I feel so much better. I was like explaining this to her and she was like, okay, that is seasonal affective disorder. And I was like, okay, wow, that makes a lot of sense. And I never had, I had never thought about it like that. And I'm assuming that many of you guys can relate to that, just being very depressed and just not feeling yourself during the winter months. The thing here is that I can't tell if seasonal depression is 100% based on the season and 100% based on the weather outside. Because if you think about it, see the seasons of winter and whatever, the cold months, late fall, I guess, if you want to say that, maybe early spring before it actually gets warm. All of these cold months are the months that we have school. And so if you already have seasonal depression and now you have all these pressures of school and all the stress of school weighing on you, that is a recipe for disaster. And that is what we're all facing today as students. We already have so much pressure from school. We already have so much stress from wondering where our career is going to go, wondering where we're going to end up in life. On top of all of that, worrying about our future, now we also have to have the I guess the impact of the weather and the impact of depression and seasonal depression on our mental health, that is a lot to deal with. So yeah, that was just a little bit. I don't really know if there's a specific cause of seasonal depression. I guess like that's, that could be a huge factor, but also just getting vitamin D from the sun is so incredibly important and just being outside, getting sunlight, but back to school. So yeah, I, I think I think seasonal depression and school is just a really bad combination because if you think of it in terms of a cycle of school, if you think of it like with the start of the school year in late summer, we all get this dread. All of my friends get this dread and everyone is just like, oh my god, oh no, we have school in two weeks, Oh, we have school in one week, we have school next week. I'm so nervous for my classes. I don't want to, I'm not ready for this. I can't do this. I don't, I don't want to deal with school. Just so many negative things before school even starts. And maybe there's a little bit of excitement to see friends again, to just hang out and do whatever. But for the most part, the time immediately before school is already filled with just dread and just (laughs) sadness. And it's actually really it's actually a big problem but like there's not really anything we can do about that so then school starts there's silly week if you're in college at least even in high school the first week is pretty simple and pretty basic you can kind of just goof off but actually no you actually can't even you can't even goof off on the first week because i have done that every semester this far and i always end up being behind like i always just get off to a slow start if i don't if I don't start my homework immediately as school starts. It's just so much to to deal with. 
yeah it's just so much to do <laughs> so yeah starts out kind of easy you can get your stuff together get yourself organized but really really quickly the homework picks up and the lectures pick up and before you know it you already have your first exam and you're like I don't even know anything how do I have an exam and it just constantly is building and building and you don't really get a break and here's kind of another segue this is kind of going back to the mental health thing but people who are neurodivergent and people who have learning disabilities or people who have ADHD or dyslexia or processing disorders just any type of person who struggles with school can feel an even stronger level of stress and even stronger level of depression even people with anxiety and already chronic depression can just be so much more impacted by the pressures of school and the seasons which can affect your self-worth and your self-identity there are so many times where i was doing schoolwork and I'm a huge procrastinator and I have so much trouble focusing on school. So there have been so many times where I've just pushed off my homework to the last second. I will start my I will start my homework at 11:50 when it's due at 11:59 because I'm like I literally can't do this. I don't want to do it. But then I'll I'll start it at the last minute and then I'll be like, "Oh my god, really? You have to wait to the last minute again?" And then I'm like, okay, you're actually a failure. Like, why didn't you just do your homework before? And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm stressed now because I'm not going to finish my homework in time. And then I'm like, okay, this is horrible because now I'm going to get a bad grade on this and my grade for the class is going to go down. And it's just a cycle. When you already have so much on your plate and you have to add school to that, it's just, it's just almost impossible to constantly do that all the time. And when we're constantly under a level of stress... It's, it's just not good because stress is, a no stress is a very normal thing. Anxiety is a very normal thing. Even if you don't have an anxiety disorder, there are still going to be times in your life where you do experience anxiety. The issue here is that our bodies can't tell the difference between a, a physical, a real stressor and a stressor that you make up in your head. Your mind knows the difference. Your mind knows that there's either a bear in front of you that's about to attack you versus something imaginary like your anxiety over a test. Your brain can tell the difference between a physical stressor and a non-physical stressor, but your body has no idea. And so let's just compare the bear situation. If you're stressed over this bear that's about to attack you, you're, you start sweating, your heart rate increases, just whatever, stuff like that. Similar things can happen when we have non-physical stressors or emotional stressors if you have an event or if you have an item that you're stressing over or if you have a performance this is a really like specific one if you have to give a performance or you have to give a presentation in class and you just feel your heart beating in your chest as you're waiting to give this presentation or you feel your a pit in your stomach as you're waiting or as you're about to take this exam or as you're about to get your exam grade back you just feel this uncomfortable sensation that is the same sensation that you're feeling when there's a bear in front of you about to kill you so even though one of these things is a real fear a physical fear and the other thing is an emotional fear or a mental fear your body is reacting the same way to both of these stimuli and when you're in that constant aroused state of fear and anxiety and stress 
your body's going to become drained and your body's going to become exhausted from that just that constant feeling of the, it's almost like a constant being in a constant state of fight or flight your body's just under tension your body's uncomfortable your mind is uncomfortable your mind is stressing it is not good for you and i think school has a huge i think that is just what school is doing to us we're always at least for me I always have school on my mind during the school year. I'm always wondering, what could I be doing right now? What lecture am I missing out on? There must be a homework assignment that I'm missing out on. There must be something I forgot to do. Constant, constant, constant stress. And it's so overwhelming and it's so annoying to deal with all the time. And I know so many people and so many of my friends have said the same exact thing. And when we have all these emotions from school, literally just from school like <laughs> let's just put aside the seasonal the seasons let's just put that aside completely and just focus back on school it is it is so incredibly stressful from the from the day that school begins to the day that school ends i think the majority of students are under an incredible amount of stress and if you can handle it, that is great, and I'm very proud of you. But if you can't handle it, just know that it's completely normal. And just know that there are things to do that can help yourself. And just remember to take time for yourself always. It's not always about going out on a weekend after an exam and partying or doing whatever. It's not always about that. You have to remember to take separate time for yourself and just figure out what's going on up in your head and just figure out what you need to do for yourself and to make yourself feel better and do some self-care and whatever, whatever you guys want to do. But yeah, these all these emotions from that school can invoke like stress and anger and frustration. All of these can affect how we interact with our friends and our family and even how we treat ourselves and how we treat our surroundings. There have been many times where I've been talking to a friend or just on over text or over FaceTime and I'm like, you look visibly stressed or you sound really agitated or you just sound really on edge. Like, what is wrong with you? I, like, why are you giving me this attitude? And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just really stressed about school or I'm sorry, I'm just stressed about this exam that I have. And that made me put into perspective how much of an impact school actually does have on us and does have on our mood and does have on our mental health. And I don't know about you guys, but a lot of things that I do or just a lot of things that I keep in order get really messed up during the school year or just get really messed up once I start being overwhelmed with school. So a common thing that I see with people is that once the school year starts, their room becomes an absolute bomb shelter like when school starts people don't have the motivation to keep up with their surroundings and they don't have the motivation always to keep up with their self-care and people don't always have the motivation to keep up with many other things just because school is sucking out all of their energy and I think the worst part is that when we're when we go to school especially from a young age no one teaches us how to deal with our mental health and I said this in the I said this in the previous episode I think actually I don't know when I said it but no one teaches us how to deal with our mental health it's always just okay do all this homework do all this textbook stuff and go home and do more homework and come back tomorrow and do it all again 
it's never no one's ever like okay today we're going to focus on how to cope with anxiety or today we're going to focus on how to calm yourself down if you're having a panic attack or today we're going to focus on how to help other people who are struggling even if you don't understand nothing like that was ever taught maybe some of you were taught that but nothing like that was ever part of my curriculum ever at all and the issue was that if we i think if we were taught about these things when we were younger we would be so much better off today especially in today's society but yeah just yeah i don't really know what else to say <laughs> okay i really okay that was like a really abrupt ending i thought i would have something else to say but yeah i'm just enjoying the outdoors right now i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i had a lot of fun making it it was probably all over the place but i hope you liked listening to what i had to say because i do think that school is just such a big issue and not not just school itself like if you want to go to school if you think that you need to be successful by getting by going to college and getting a degree if you think that's the only way to be successful do it that is all you do that and i am proud of you for doing that but if you if you don't think school is for you don't do it no one's forcing you to do school i have friends who have dropped out of school and they're doing completely fine i know people who are so successful and didn't even graduate college there have been people who didn't even finish high school and have been extremely successful so if there's something that you don't want to do don't literally just don't do it no one's forcing you to do it and if your parents are forcing you to do it i'm sorry but you can do anything you want to do and yeah i mean it's the end of the school year let's just push this is like let's just have a little motivation here for the end of my podcast because this was kind of all over the place let's end with some motivation for all of you so if you're listening to this when it comes out it's end of march spring break is coming up probably in like two weeks three weeks something like that once spring break is over we are so close to finishing school for this semester we are so close to having summer and we're so close all we have to do is just get through these exams finish up strong keep our motivation i know it's really hard but all we have to do is finish up whatever we got going on right now remember to take care of yourself please that is so incredibly important i have been i have just had so much going on and like you know when you just have so much around you and you feel like you have so much to take care of that you just don't even take care of yourself that is what i want you all to do take care of yourself some of you are probably laughing at me right now i sound like a motivational speaker but seriously take care of yourself take care of your mental health go outside get some exercise get some fresh air do some journaling do some manifestations do some meditations say some prayers anything whatever is your thing and whatever is your space that makes you happy and that brings you peace go to that space do your thing take some time right after you listen to this i don't care if it's five minutes or if it's 20 minutes go to your space do your thing just recenter yourself think about whatever you have going on so yeah i hope you enjoyed listening to me if you like this episode please share it with someone who you know is also struggling in school okay so yeah i'm just rambling now but I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one.